I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Very good evening to you. Still to come on the show after 11 o'clock. If you were one of those people who decided to set up a little side business, a side hustle during the lockdown, will you let us know what it was, how you got on? Because you're going to hear from somebody who just randomly started selling Pokemon cards and is now making like six figures a year from his part-time side hustle gig. Get in touch, let us know. Anyway, uh, joining us now from Hermitage Green, they have a gig coming up November the 6th in Vicar Street. Go to it. They have a new album out called High Generation. They have a new single out called Got to Give and uh, one of their members was put through his paces this evening and the last couple of weeks on Ortiz's uh, Hell Week series and he joins us now to talk about the psychological trauma that was inflicted this week. Barry Murphy man, how are you? I'm very well Cormac, how are you man? We're good, yeah well. Better than you, probably better than what you've been uh, over the last while. Um, Barry, why? Yeah, why? I have nothing else to do. Um, That and getting away from my kids for a few days I think uh, (laughs) What would you rather do? Look after the kids or be psychologically tormented? And I suppose you probably used to be sleep deprived. From one hell week to the other. Yeah, we twin, two two year old twins at home have been mental. Oh, twins is a different story. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I know it was. uh, Do you know what? It was, honestly, it was nice to be asked to do something and uh, look like it might be a nice challenge to to take on. um, But. I was not in any way prepared for what was uh, ahead of me. As you can clearly see on the show, for anyone that's watched it, I'm like a, a rabbit in the headlights for most of it. I'm in shock from the start and just trying to hang on in there. So uh, I survived another episode, thank God. Would you survive? Because we were chatting to John from the first episode on Laura last week as well. And yeah. um, even they were both saying there's no way you could like train for this because maybe a bit of physical fitness might help but they were saying obviously the, the torment the lack of sleep the constantly being cold soaked freezing uh, puking putting the puke back in your pockets <laughs> it just sounds mental but like what was what was tonight's episode? Tonight's was uh, we we had to, to row out onto Spike Island which is across from the, the, the barracks we were staying in and it was uh, that was a race, and whoever lost then, which was my boat, we lost. We were put through the paces with a bit of a, a PT session in the water, and just making you as tired and as cold and wet as possible. And then they had a a ring made out of sandbags, and we had one on one combat basically. So we had to fight one another, which um, was crazy to be honest with you. We were so exhausted and beaten at that point, and then. You're putting the ring like I was putting the ring with uh, Andrew Trimble, who's um, 
obviously anyone who knows him former Irish rugby international <laughs> and uh, a good one of my best friends as well which is hilarious um, so I was just going they said like it's, you have to go as hard as you possibly can you can't not and if you don't go as you know if you don't fight as hard as you can then you're out so oh really told us like, yeah so they told us like minimum head sh- minimal head shots but just body shots and so on so they put up uh, they, you know put up their dukes and I could see Trimby wasn't guarding his face and I was like I'm going to get one opportunity here to hit him and it's going to be when the bell goes because he's going to kill me after that so I just <laughs> popped him once <laughs> and I was like, oh no, I've angered him. And he's really, <laughs> woken the bear. Was that the worst and, part? No, there was a second, um, sorry, there was a. Fine, what would it be? Court to 11, you don't worry about it. You let it all out. You let it all out. Yeah, Jesus. I forgot about this, that it was the same day, but they kidnapped us uh, and brought us on this boat, on these speedboats, then onto a ship, and then. Basically, balaclavas over our faces, so we didn't know where we were going for ages. And then they handcuffed us to the floor of this tank. It sounded like we were on a ship, and then started filling it up from the from the feet down um, with water, freezing cold water. Must have been in there for like an hour, with the waters rising very gradually, and they're coming over, screaming in your ears, going, "I hope you can hold your breath. I hope you can hold your breath." And you don't know how long you're going to be there for, how long the water is going to rise, and. It was terrifying. It was freezing. It was like uh, I was just so. Sorry, exhausted. sorry, Perry. Bring us back again to the part where you explained why you signed up for this. <laughs> it was actually that point. I was really considering. I, I don't know why I'm doing this. And you're like, I was singing. I remember I was singing a Dermot Kennedy song in my head over and over and over. That's all I could remember. I was singing. Uh, we used to be giants. Friends. Oh. All my friends, because it was just keeping me. You know, it's quite an emotional song. <laughs> it's trying to tap into something, but I think that was making me worse. I was like, "Shut up, there, Kennedy! Get out of my head!" <laughs> oh my <God>. <laughs> <laughs> People be like, that'll be the next series torment. It'll just be playing German Kennedy on repeat in a tank. And they'll be like, we got him now. Oh my God. That sounds serious. And I'm almost fascinated by how they get sign off on this, especially in this country where they love an old health and safety risk where they're like, oh, sorry, you're trying to do something fun. Oh, we can't have yeah. that. Oh, you're trying to do something dangerous. Oh, we won't get insurance for that. Health and safety won't sign off on a blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, it's really, yeah. it's really intense. And I think people obviously can see that it's not staged and it's not fake. That's what I thought it was. I was yeah. like, they're not actually actually doing these tasks they are getting fed well I know that's no like no one is there I forgot the cameras are there after 20 minutes of the show like no one comes in and says action you're on all the time you don't sleep like that's another thing where I don't know if they're getting that across in the show as much first night I didn't sleep a wink they woke us up after they you know came into the room after half an hour to stay two and the second night I think it was 45 minutes and then the third night God knows and uh, 90 minutes I think they said in the show tonight so you're so I can't even describe what it's like to be three or four days it's the only way I can um, like re- relate to this and I'm wiped out you know when you get an early morning Ryanair flight to go on your holidays oh it's a killer <laughs> it's a killer and the one it's because you're excited and you're looking forward to it and you're going to bed and you're all like oh god I'm going to yeah. holidays and then you don't want to miss you don't want to miss your flight so you set 17 alarms and you keep waking up every hour going oh my god what's going on right you still get three or four hours sleep right yeah. and then you're bollocks for the rest of the day yeah the whole day is ruined yeah you're 
you're falling asleep, you know, you can't check into your hotel at two o'clock, you're falling asleep in a cafe in a random city and you're all over the place. But then to try and imagine that. Yeah. But I mean to try and (laughs) that's that's a hell week. You know, you're you're wind up in in Birmingham, you're like, Oh my god, no Uh, absolute hell. No, but that and then to be screamed at, to be thrown in the water, to be balaclavered and two or three nights of that, I can't fathom how you would do it. Because I mentioned this before. I would love to give it a go, but I I think I would be out after ten minutes. I, I just so. I don't think, I, think I have. Do you know what? Do you know what, Cameron? I think that's why it's resonating with people so much is because none of us are like maybe a couple of people in there are kind of physically capable. But most of us aren't like any specimens of anything, and we're not really so. We're all just run of the mill Irish people who. Well, hang on, Derek O'Hartigan has got now. He's fairly trim. He knows what he's doing. He does, but no, you can't prepare. As I said, you can't prepare for that. But I just, I think what it shows is that everyone would, you'd surprise yourself how long you'd go. And, and Ryan Andrews, um, who's on the show, had a really nice part in the show tonight. He made a really good point that you're, the, the group just gets tighter and tighter as it goes, and you, you're just driving each other on, and you don't want to, you know, let anyone down or drop out. You kind of feel like that you're supporting someone else by being in there. So it gets a little bit. Um, you know the group gets tighter and we start backing each other up I think that's a huge part of it and you can kind of see that as it gets as each episode goes along we're getting more um, you know closer together and and, and and when you go through something that traumatic with people as well it's uh, we're still having the crack constantly on WhatsApp and getting as many nights out out of this show as we possibly can so, <laughs> so I was just going to say like I have a huge fear of rats and mice and I, I'm a little bit claustrophobic and stuff like that but the biggest fear honestly for me would not being fed properly or <laughs> or not sleeping like which was the worst for you sleep uh, f- food is food is okay I'm was, I was grand on that I, I kind of um, Rory Stories was having an absolute nervous breakdown because <laughs> they weren't feeding him enough um, <laughs> and God help his poor mother trying to feed him for for the last year or for his life um, but I'd be the same as you sleep would was killing me like mm. You can operate, and the cold water was uh, was tough. Um, but you, again, you surprise yourself. You, you, you kind of you just when you get something out of the way, I found when you do one thing, you get you're back to you get yourself dry, and then you're going, okay, I can go again. And that's the important thing. And as it went on, I found that the more I stayed out of my head and I stopped trying to project what was coming, if I just like focused, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but you just focus on every single moment in front of your face and just stop trying to think what they're going to do next or if you're going to fail because um, you know you, you just start creating doubt and you start you know giving yourself an option to, to get out and I think I spoke to the guys the DS guys you know afterwards and um, a few weeks later after the show and they I just kind of explained that to them and that's, well, that's how you militarize someone you know you break them down after about 36 hours and they're they're just a number and you're just a number and then you you either you know fuck off at that point or you you're willing to to, to do something or to, to put your body on the line and it's, it's the other side of like these guys have done this in Afghanistan and Iraq and you know for 20 odd years each of them and they're they're absolutely incredible I, I wasn't you know I was quite aware of that when I was there I was trying not to be soft in front of these guys who have actually been in life and death situations <laughs> yeah you're there filming for a TV show and you're like this is torture yeah. and they're like oh yeah is it pal yeah 
facts. I was like, I can't say anything to these guys. I'm not gonna. I'm trying not to cry as much as you get emotional at times. But um, and look, they're sound fellas. At the end of the day, they're not there to try and um, you know, humiliate you, or upset you, or anything like that. They're just trying to push you and get the most out of you and I think we all realised that after a few days as well but like dude, when they're the, the drill sergeants or whatever when they're like getting in your face and screaming at you and they're like abusing you and they like that trying to break you down or whatever I, I take it that's very hard to keep out of your head I'm sure they get to you and start messing with you a bit in your head yeah they do and that's their thing like they want to be as derogatory as possible to you and they, they want you to they want it to be abusive so they break you um, so a lot of people have been asking me God you must have been one to punch them in the face and it's the opposite you just don't want to piss them off so um, but they that's their whole thing is to break you down and you can slowly start seeing them kind of build on us back up now because the last few days are so hard that they they kind of need to build you back up and that's what they do I suppose in the military is they can't batter you into submission and then, and then <laughs> leave you there and send you home yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can't throw you into combat they actually have to build you into yeah. um, a marine or a, or a ranger in Ireland's case and, and that's what the course is supposed to do um, that's a fascinating part to go through where you feel like a part of your brain is calcifying or something like that and you're um, when you're in there which is it's, in, it's incredible to see how quickly it can happen as well um, yeah, no, it does. It does look absolutely in, insane. Now, is it true as well that fairly soon after you wrapped up filming, that you were out gigging? Uh, yeah, we did a few online gigs and stuff like that, and uh, and a few of those special, or one of the socially distance gigs and stuff like that, which was. Um, but like, were you just a former shell yourself? Were you just there playing away on stage, like with a thousand mile stare in your eyes, going, "What am I doing here?" <laughs> I'd say you could have dealt with quadruplets after that. Yeah, Stint. the kick drum goes off and I'm like, oh man, that's PTSD. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. the it's all off. coming back to me, man. It's like, no, yeah. oh no. We're there, we're there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Curl up in a ball and see. That'll be, that'll be a great new season like it'll be the PTSD yeah. from Hell Week and we'll uh, yeah. follow the lads as they as they lose it but listen fair play to you because I've been looking at this and I think everyone's been watching kind of going yeah. how in the name of God and thank you for uh, putting your body oh, on the line you. for for our own um, uh, entertainment, entertainment yeah. but um, <laughs> and, and speaking of entertainment I know you've uh, a couple of gigs coming up a main one on Vicar Street which is what November the 6th I believe yeah yeah exactly yeah I can't wait. First time playing Vicker Street, um, one of my favourite venues to go to a gig. So, you know, it's been, well, we've had that gig booked for a year and a half or so now. And um, it's just, I can't believe we're finally getting to do it and just released the album last week and um, getting a a brilliant response, such a lovely response from everyone. And yeah, just to get out and play it and um, get in front of a crowd and, as I said, one of the best places in the country. So, still a few tickets left. If anyone wants to come along, I'll be dragging all my uh, Hell Week buddies to us, kind of like our end of end of Hell Week party that night. So, we'll have a bit of crack. Uh, happy day. So, uh, November the 6th is the gig. The album High Generation is out, available on all the usual places where you get and stream and download your music. The single as well, it's called Got to Give. Got to Give. I mean, 
I mean, that kind of sounds like you should have been singing that during Hell Week, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When That's you were at your lowest point, yeah. The lads would be like, what are you doing singing Dermot when you should have been getting our song on RTE and get a few royalties off the back of that for the crack? Um, listen, go follow the lads, uh, Barry and Hermitage Green, over on their socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Spotify, the whole lot. They gig again November 6th. A few tickets left if you want to head along to that. Uh, High Generation is the album. Got to Give is the latest single. Barry, fair play to you, man, for putting the body on the line again. Thanks a million for joining us this evening and uh, yeah, get Thank yourself. Thank you so much. Thanks a million, guys. Get some sleep. Go on. Bye. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Bye, 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 bye. No amount of money would I do it. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to see you do it, and then they unleash a lot of rats. I wouldn't last half a second in there. She's got to give rat fear. That's what she got. I'll just go to the gig. Uh, no, and but you I go think to Hell Week. Uh, no, I think you should do it, and then think of how, think of how good the TV would be when you're exposed to the rats. For you, for everyone, I would have a heart attack and die. I know, but it would be amazing because you'd be following the ambulance back to the hospital. Like, is she going to make it? Is she not? Find out next week on episode two. And then you would probably come visit me with a bloody rat, and that would tip <laughs> me over the edge. <laughs> yeah, she, she just about made it, and I thought it'd be hilarious coming up in a rat costume. But you'll find this is gas. Yes. Then it cuts to later on. So yeah, she's dead. No. Um, she didn't make it. And uh, God, I, I get anxious even thinking of that scenario. Because they totally would do that. Because they do a bit of research on you, and they'd be like. No, you would do that. You would literally write to the researchers saying, by the way, do this. (laughs) Thank me later. Anyway, uh, still to come on the show, you're going to be hearing from a guy who makes a six-figure income from his part-time job, his part-time side hustle. You know the way everyone has a side hustle now. Um, It's either a clothing company or a coffee van or whatever it is. What's your side hustle? Let us know what it is. We'll give it a plug tonight. But he makes six figures selling Pokemon cards. That's on the way very soon as well. And uh, music from Little Naz Medusa and the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. Up next. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.